The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. excited about a fabulous show this evening, and before we get into it, I just want to let you know we've just finished amazing events in McAllen, Texas, and Austin, Texas, on the Rebel Road, meeting beautiful people at Infinite Love and Nature's Treasures, and having everything from uh, book talks to panel discussions on amazing conversations to the actual Rebel Road show. The reason I wanted to mention that to you is because so much of that feels like destiny right now. Everything that is taking place is so much uh, different than anyone I've used to been, have been used to being, but yet it all feels so right. And so much of this was confirmed when I met my amazing guest and was able to have my own soul contract reading that we're going to discuss in actually a set of three shows. Today is the first. In addition, there's also been challenge that has shown up in my life in these, this recent period, and that, too, was confirmed by the soul contract reading. So it'll be very interesting to be able to look at how this develops, how just from the phonetics of your name and your birth date, how so much of who you are, the obstacles that you have in your life, and the possibility that you have to be experienced can be realized. Hidden within your birth name is a blueprint for life, a spiritual map of the destiny the universe intends for you. This amazing work, Your Soul Contract Decoded, equips you to decode this blueprint by converting the sounds of your name into numbers and then interpreting the results. By means of a soul contract reading, you can empower yourself to overcome your challenges, build on your strengths, manifest your dreams, and access your true life purpose, your soul purpose. My guest today is Nicholas David Yan. Developed and he developed his profoundly transformative soul contract readings at the Center for Conscious Ascension, in conjunction with Dr. Hilaire. They are regarded as world leaders in this field, and everything you need to get started can be accessed at centerforconsciousascension.net. But for now, be very present, because this is an amazing discussion. As I said, this is going to span three shows to help you understand that there actually is a map, a blueprint for your life, that you actually can discover the spiritual map of your life with numerology and the sounds of the universe. Welcome, David, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you for having me on the show, Simran. It's a great pleasure to work with you today. This was completely fascinating to have this reading with you, and it not only confirmed a lot of things, but you actually brought me to awareness um, in several things that I was not clear on. And you got all of this from the phonetics of my name. I actually... Uh, spoke my name into the computer at a link that you sent to me, and fr- 
from that, you created a numerical uh, combination that that signifies, and then you are able to do this reading. Talk a little bit about that process so that people understand uh, in regards to how this happened and why we've connected and why this was so important to share you with so many people. Yes, well, it's based on the premise that sound is creative. And so what we do prior to incarnation as souls in the higher dimensions is pure consciousness, is that we review our previous lifetimes and we look at the key themes that we're exploring and we create this lifetime, we design it, tailor-make it based on our past history. And so we set up a set of specific experiences we want to have and we create those by choosing a name whose vibrations through the law of attraction will create each moment of our life. And so the way we decode or decoded your name is that we basically convert the sounds of the name into phonetic Hebrew sounds, these 22 of them. And in Hebrew, numbers and letters have the same sound, same symbol. So out of those Hebrew sounds, uh, we get a sequence of numbers. And what we do with those is that we decode them uh, using a Star of David. And the Star of David actually is a, a sacred gateway of consciousness into this reality. And we do a bit of maths on numbers. And what we do is that we take these numbers, we process them through this gateway of consciousness, and we get two primary elements coming out of it. We get a large downward-pointing physical triangle, which represents the physical side of life, how we create our ego personality, which interacts with reality, and a large upward-pointing triangle called the spiritual, um, you know, spiritual mission, really. And it's how we are going to work through different issues to reconnect to higher consciousness. And the idea is to establish ourselves with a, a reasonably strong ego structure. And then what happens between about the ages of 35 to 42 is that we go through what's conventionally called the midlife crisis or a spiritual awakening, as lightworkers may call it. And we start to question everything in our life. And that's because the large upward pointing spiritual triangles coming online and our soul basically says, okay, you've got established here on earth. It's time to bring in the higher consciousness gifts that you came here to deliver. And within each of these two large triangles, these three aspects, we have what we call karma, which is a set of unresolved issues from past lives we bring in to create a negative context of what we're here to experience. Because initially in life, we get everything we don't want. So we get very clear what we do want. And the idea is to work through that karmic pattern by working through or activating the um, talents that go associated with associated with that. For example, the physical karmic pattern on the top right of the physical triangle is our challenges in terms of engaging with the physical world. And our physical talents at the bottom of that triangle, they, they help us work that through. And as we transmute that karmic pattern, it becomes our gifts. It becomes our gold, what we're here to deliver in life. And then the, as the talents get stronger, then what happens is that we can then move towards the physical goals on the top left, the underlying drive we have in life. And so the energy flows from physical karma to physical talents to physical goals. And then 
the same happens in the spiritual part of the chart. And so with a more spiritual orientation. And so the blending of all those six aspects produces the soul destiny. It produces the the soul, the purpose of the life, the meaning of life for us. So that, that's the so let, me, let me interrupt you one second, David, just to make something clear. Um, because I think this is a very important point for a lot of people. Um, that means that we actually are meant to go through challenge, that the dark nights of the soul, that certain things that happen in our lives that seem so so challenging or or that we question, that seem just so random, that actually that is meant to occur and that there is a specific age range that our soul, that our blueprint literally has in place for that awakening to take place. And, and, and that is part of the map that we all live. That is correct, Simran. We, we act, the soul actually is sitting behind the scenes, triggering different parts of our soul contract to activate at very specific times to initiate challenges. That's why we have certain repeating experiences in life because we don't get it the first time and so they happen again a few more times until we get it. And then they go away, then a new challenge comes and the idea is to engage with the challenge and to transmute it and claim the gift. For example, if someone was experiencing a lot of disempowerment with a partner, the challenge of that is to learn to step into their power, claim their power and when they've claimed that, then the partner will probably stop doing what they're doing because the gift has been received and activated within that within that person. Now, I know that when you initially uh, came across this work, that what you found for yourself was that life started to make sense for the first time and that you didn't feel lost and without direction and that you felt uh, no longer that life was this huge mystery. It just started to kind of put you or put, put the things that had happened in your life into perspective. And so for people that can't seem to quite make sense of their life or the things that are taking place, this ends up being really uh, something that helps bring to peace a lot of what has taken place. And for people that have done their work that feel kind of guided, for, for example, when I spoke to you, I feel led to go certain directions. I don't always know why I'm going in those directions, such as the Rebel Road, uh, but I feel led to go there. And the whole reading was such a confirmation of all of the experiences that are taking place. Speak to specifically how this supports those people that are really not able to make sense of life and, and feeling so lost and how this can really change not only their experience but their perspective on life. Yeah, what, what this work does is it shows us that actually we create every moment in our life, even though a lot of the times we can feel like victims, things are being done to us, but, and when, we, when we're in that place and we give our power away to the world, say, okay, you've done this to me, then we've lost our power altogether. But when we do this work, it shows us that it's the soul within us that projected a specific type of soul contract energy out to the reality. And it triggered situations to occur which appear to be done to us, but actually we're creating them. And it enables us to step back and actually own that we created that entirely. And if once we realize that we've done that, we, we can, people then think, okay, if I've created it, I can change it. And that's where the power of this work comes in because there are specific recommendations which go with each number depending on the aspect of the soul contracts in for burning through the karma, burning through the program and coming into the positive aspects of it. It, just, it may seem very challenging initially, but if we realize it's only there to be transformed then we know actually it is perfect in that moment, even though it may be exquisitely painful initially. 
But if we work through it and come out the other side, we then claim the gift, we claim a new life, and we realize that all those disparate experiences, which I had back when I was about 30 when I learned this work, were actually there for a reason. And the fact that I could piece them all together made total sense to lead me to well, having this conversation with you and writing the book I did about this, Your Sock Contract Decoded. You said something just then about burning through the program. And literally, is that what the soul contract is? Is it basically a program, no different than a computer program stuck into a computer, that we are living out? But as we lit out this program, we literally change things. And I want to specifically reference a statement you have in your book. And you state that it is the energies of the soul contract that manifest the DNA and the entire physical and energetic bodies in the first place and how they function throughout our lives. Yeah, that's, that's correct. There's actually a, um, a substance called karmic matrix, which is, looks like a gray cobweb energy which runs through our, our physical bodies and at the fourth and fifth and sixth dimensional levels of our being. This is a different frequency vibrations that we, we as a conscious being of light vibrate at. And the soul is actually programmed into that, the soul contract. This is actually the, the mechanism of how we are created. This energy projects out and creates all those parts of us that you just described. And the soul is actually triggering specific parts of that. And then the, the reality or the matrix rearranges around whatever the soul projects out. And so you get, you do a karma, you get certain things happening. That's how the challenges actually happen. So yeah, it's, it's all from the substance, the whole process um, of life and in feeling and engaging with it bringing consciousness to a particular pattern that's actually what the soul wants us to do to feel the disempowerment and then go from a journey of being disempowered to gradually claiming our power and then coming into full power then delivering that power to the world and that is actually the, the process of life that's actually why we're alive to have that visceral emotional experience in a body because the soul learns so much more when it's actually embodied than when it's actually in spirit form. And is that why you talk about karma being the gift? That it is actually those obstacles and those experiences that were the very gifts that allow us to step truly into the highest potential possibility and expression of the soul contract? That is correct. Karma is always a gift even though it may not appear like that. I didn't think my karma was a particular gift for a very long time. But when I realized there was no choice but to burn through it and work it through layer by layer and claim the gift, in my case, of empowerment, and it's helped me move to a completely different space and to leave behind a, a life to move to something completely different, something much more joyful and flowing and loving. That's what it's now allowed me to do. And the book shares my process of what I learned in terms of awakening how we can actually live an amazing life if we engage with the patterns which our ego wants us to run away from. Now, when we choose to stay stuck in our patterns or we choose to stay in situations that are not honoring or empowering to us, uh, is that because of the ego? Is that because the ego likes to suffer? And I'm going to let you answer that question after the break, so I'll give you a few moments to prepare on that one. Uh, I am with today. Nicholas David Ginn, and he is the author of Your Soul Contract Decoded, Discovering the Spiritual Map of Your Life with Numerology. It is an amazing book that really will help you understand that there is literally a blueprint, a map, 
to tell you who you are, why you're here, why these things are happening, and allow you to tap into the gifts for your highest potential. This procedure will show you the karmic patterns of your faith, the talents you possess to overcome them, the goals you are designed to achieve, and most importantly, your soul's underlying mission. You'll see your entire life in context, and for the first time, we'll be able to navigate a clear path toward a future of self-fulfillment. You can find out more about David and his work and his book at Center for ConsciousAscension.net and also tap into some of the events he has coming up. He has a week of Soul Contract Reading Level 1, which is a web video conferencing that you can connect to. In addition, he will be in several places in the United Kingdom. In addition to being on Lightworker.com in Vegas, uh, a future show in Guy TV, and in addition to being in Asheville, North Carolina, April 4th through 9th. You can find out about all of this at his website, centerforconsciousascension.net. We'll be right back with David and your soul contract decoded. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. How can you make holistic health care work for you? When you are in search of wholeness, it's time to listen to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with host Renee David Alkali. Here you will find cutting-edge information that approaches the human being as a biochemical, individual, whole person rather than as a set of isolated symptoms. Learn how it all comes together on Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life. Live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron-singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. What if you had an answer to really help you understand who you are and why you're here? What if someone could take a very sign or symbol that is the representation of you, simply your name, your birthday, the phonetic sounds of that, 
and the numerical equivalents and allow you to understand some of your obstacles, your challenges, your karma, but also your infinite possibility and help life make sense. Well, that's what we're talking about today with your soul contract decoded, discovering the spiritual map of your life with numerology. It is written by Nicholas David Ginn, and you can find out more about him. He's developed this profoundly transformative soul contract reading at the Center for Conscious Ascension, and he has allowed individuals to find new ways of empowerment and growth and self-realization simply by tapping into the concepts that we actually do have a blueprint for life. You can find out more about David, his book, and many events that are coming up at centerforconsciousascension.net. So definitely tap into that. David, when we left the last session, we talked about why so many people stay stuck in the patterns and the obstacles and whether or not the ego has this role of really liking the suffering. And if so, then... In what way does decoding our, our contract really assist us to finally move out of that egoic way of suffering? Yeah, the, um, the very nature of being human, um, being a being of consciousness coming into a human body and then going to sleep and forgetting that we're part of great spirit creates, that, creates the ego structure which believes that it's separate from God. And so, therefore, it believes it's destined for a life of suffering and it will manifest that in all sorts of forms which are described in the, in the soul contract work. So, the, most, most, most of us initially are living our lives unconsciously. And stuff sort of just happens, as we were talking about in the first segment. And so, the purpose of this work is to take our subjective life experience, all those disparate things which keep seem to keep happening, and, and see, well... What actually creates that? And then we realize that there are six primary aspects in the soul destiny within us that create everything that we go through. And in, in looking at each aspect, what we, we do then is see, well, how far have I got through this particular challenge or how far I've activated this talent or how much of the goals have I achieved um, in my chart? And then we can see where we're meant to head. And as we progress through each aspect, life gets easier. That's why older people say, well, I don't really want to be 21 again because actually life is a lot better. It's because they work through a lot of the issues in their soul contract. So this work actually brings consciousness to the exact pattern. Well, what actually is generating this experience? For example, indecision. What's generating that? It could be um, not wanting to reveal your true self to the world, for example. And so what it does is it gives us tools, this work, to say, okay, I'm not feeling safe. How do I feel safe? How do I get out in the world? How do I show myself? Uh, and if we undertake that, we actually start to burn through layers of the ego programming and gradually we transmute the program. It's sort of like peeling an onion. It's layer by layer. And if we keep peeling it enough, the program transforms. And then the gift, which is underneath all that, starts to emerge. And we realize we're here to open our heart and feel safe to show ourselves and actually really draw much more of the beauty of the world to us. So we all are different places on our, our spiritual map of life, which is what I call it, and our soul contract. And it's about finding out where you are and then working out from that point where you can go next, which is what this work is about. It's not what I'd 
like to be five years it's what you can do right now which is what this work is about so you, you can unstick yourself from the ego suffering program and actually take action and claim your life back wonderful one other question i have also is you know so many people are are so uh, set on the intentions or the law of attraction and really working uh, in that realm uh, and sometimes don't realize or understand why the law of attraction doesn't appear to always work. And in your book, you talk about a second law that activates at the exact same time you start to use the law of attraction. Can you speak to that, please? Yes. um, It's called the law of opposites. And when you initially put out to the universe what you'd like, you, you get the opposite, which is actually what the soul contract describes. Um, so you get the opposite in life, so you can get very clear, I don't like this, I don't like the feel of this, this is not right for me, therefore I want something else. And so it then gets you to focus on what you do want, because this is a, a polarized reality of good and evil consciousness, dark and light. So you get the dark initially at first, and some of it doesn't seem too good in life, so you get to clear, well, actually, I want to, I want the opposite of that. So then you have much more passion and drive to move towards that. But in order to get to the light and to the positive energy within a, with a given within a given karmic aspect, you've got to dive into the shadow, dive into the darkness of the karmic pattern, because yeah, it's only put there by the ego, often from past lives, to be transmuted, to turn into light. And all the ego, all soul wants to do is give you the gifts of your life, but you must bring consciousness to it. And because most people turn away from the challenges of life and don't follow the flow of spirit, life gets hard. Um, it's because they're not going with that flow, and that's that's why a lot of people get stuck. One particularly beautiful part of the book, I loved how you wrote it and, and how you described it, and you talk about the mother letters of creation and the various initiations that take place, the initiation of air and water and fire. Um, Talk a little bit about that, and and then I'd like to go into some of those double letters. I certainly have lived most definitely the foolishness to wisdom, the poverty to wealth, the barren to fruitful, the death to life, the slavery to dominion, war to peace, and ugliness to beauty. And I imagine that all of those uh, exist in, in most people's lives, that we are to move from one end of the polarity to the other. Yeah, the the in the system, um, we start off with all letters, God, Source, whatever you want to call it, divine intelligence, which is everything, and it creation is not like a noun; it's actually a verb. It's actually something which is in continuous action. So, what what all letters did is it created an outbreath of consciousness, and within that outbreath, it created three particular frequencies. They were the the mother energies of God, which is uh, in this system is called a 21 or Shin. It created the divine feminine, which is um, Mem in Hebrew, which is a 13 in the system, and the divine masculine, which is a which is an Aleph, which is a one. And so these are the first three frequencies of consciousness that um, were created. And all souls experience all the different energies within the soul contract in many different lifetimes. And we have what's called, so when when a soul first differentiates from what we call the creative mass or all that is into an individuated um, consciousness, it has to learn to navigate the reality or navigate the higher dimensions. And that's called the initiation of air. It learns how to be independent for a while. So that takes takes quite a few 
um, or lifetimes, if you want to call it, doing that. And then once it's mastered that, it then, in, it then decides to actually incarnate into a physical body. And initially, that's called the initiation of water because it's dropping into the dense emotions of the human experience. And we as souls embodied spiritual beings having a human experience learn much faster by having the emotional intensity of embodiment, which we don't get when we're not in a body, which is why there's always a cue to come in here, even though some of us down here might feel, I wish I hadn't come at all initially. And so we learn about the watery emotions of Earth, how they work, how they flow, how it affects us and how strong they are. And then once we've done that a few enough lifetimes, we then, we then come into a lifetime where we decide to become more conscious. We decide, okay, we're going to wake up and remember that we are a soul and body, that we're part of all that is. And when that time is right, we go through the initiation of fire, and that's where the soul of Solomon, the same one as in the Bible, comes to us either quietly or more overtly talks in our ear and, and basically helps us start to burn through all the ego programming that we carry that creates a sense of a illusory sense of separation from spirit, from God, so that we can then start to dissolve the ego and embody that higher consciousness and then start to express it consciously through us. And the aim of that is we're sort of moving towards a more enlightened state where eventually we become the walking, talking, feeling expression of our soul where there's not the ego going off and doing its own thing, its own agendas, but actually it's surrendered to the flow of, of our higher self, which is embodying. And then that's when life gets more blissful. That's when we're following what's called the spiritual signature. And I, I wrote this book, Your Soul Contract Decoded, to help people get to that so that life could be more heavenly because you can live heaven on earth and it's not some um, abstract concept. It's more about going with the flow, which everyone's familiar with, but literally in every moment, more and more of the time. And that's when life opens. That's when magic happens. So this is about claiming back the magic in life, claiming back the flow, and being in pure alignment with who we are leads to a very joyous and fulfilling life where things just turn up and each moment is a joy and there's a lot more love and, and contentment and fulfillment in what we do and what we experience. And some of these, uh, these transitions, such as um, poverty to wealth, Let's, let's kind of break that one down so people understand that when they, when they have their charting done or, or, and they um, know the numbers and they also know the symbols, that it's representing the experience of life, the experience of themselves. And when we talk about poverty to wealth, this is really about transmuting the feelings of deep unworthiness to be loved by God. So even yep. though we think it's about money, it really has to do with love. It has to do with how we view ourselves and our connection to the source. Yeah, that's correct. That, that's to do with a three um, energy in the system. And we're just using English numbers to give a label to Hebrew numbers. In this case, it's Gamel in Hebrew. And so what it means is that the soul wants to feel that it's unworthy through the ego. It wants to feel it's unworthy of being loved by God. And then it wants to have that manifest in the physical reality through financial challenges and difficulties because if we feel unworthy to be loved that's going to translate directly into a deficit in our bank account credit card debt loans um, not enough money to pay things off just getting by and all the soul wants to create with that experience that negative context is to the journey where we seek 
to seek a solution to move out of that that state of poverty emotionally and financially uh, to a state of wealth where we feel that worthy of being loved um, and where we feel worthy of loving. And as we do that, that will directly translate into um, better relationships where we feel fit for human consumption, Okay, where we feel that um, we're worthy of abundance. And then things start turning up for us. And gradually as we take that journey from that polarity of poverty to wealth, we will actually value it and appreciate it. And it embeds deeply in our physical cellular memory, but most importantly in the soul cellular memory, so that soul has experienced that particular part of itself, of, of all that is, is being worthy of love, being in wealth consciousness. And that's how, that's how all that is creates. It's basically having that experience in each moment. That is actually us as sparks of the creator creating. It's not some, something abstract far away in the sky, some old man in a beard. We are, part, we are the creator creating. And this just describes how we go about doing it and how to do it more easily and more, in a more fulfilling way. And let's talk about another one of the Hebrew uh, letters, and, and, and of course it would be signified by the 11, which means so much to me, and that one is death to life. And this really is about us, not only the death experiences, but relationships relating to loss or serious illness or miscarriages, abortions, um, the loss of close relationships or the impulsive actions we have with others. When we think about death to life, you know, there's so many that are walking upon this planet as the walking dead, and it is really more not about living, but really about aliveness that we're supposed to be here. So this seems to be one that that truly would be a gate, um, signifying by the 11, a gateway for so many people. Speak a little bit about that one. Yeah, in, in um, the 11, um, you've got one in physical goals in your chart, the 11-2. The lesson here is to learn, is to you. the soul uses the shock of death, either physical death of those around you or death of relationships or near-death experiences to send you into complete shock. And the two that goes with it is about learning emotional resiliency. So initially you're not emotionally resilient. To send you into shock, to, to basically break apart the existing structure of life completely and throw you into chaos and then allow all those pieces just to float around in chaos and the mind is trying to get a grip of what's happened here. My life's totally um, been blown out the water and I don't, I don't know what to do. And the idea here is to allow the chaos, which has come from the impact of some form of metaphorical or physical death, to allow the different pieces of that structure to form into a higher state of consciousness. And so the idea of the life or the death to life is basically to move to taking steps up in consciousness and as you do that what happens is that you grow enormously so has that been happening for you Simran? Most definitely I, I, I definitely am going from that death to life experience and the Rebel Road has been a big part of it my guest today is Nicholas Davidson and he is the author of Your Soul Contract Decoded Discovering the Spiritual Map of Your Life with Numerology it is a wonderful book and I urge you to not only read the book contact, David, for your own soul contract reading. It is an amazing experience where you will discover things about yourself, but also see that there really is a blueprint to your life. In addition, you can go to his website, centerforconsciousascension.net, that is Center 
superconsciousascension.net, and you can find out about some of the different events that he has going on. He does have a soul contract reading level one that is beginning now through March 3rd that you can be a part of. It is uh, four to six weeks. In addition, you can uh, tap into some of the other amazing interviews that are coming up with him, such as Guy MTV, in addition to lightworker.com. And if you're interested in seeing him in person, he is in several places in the United Kingdom, as well as Asheville, North Carolina, April 4th through 9th. Finally, there is a web portal for readers of this book. And at the back of the book, it tells you exactly how to access that so that you get your own information, downloadable Star of David, the software, the phonetic pronunciation of Hebrew, and a forum where you can ask questions and interact. So definitely connect to this powerful, amazing work by this wonderful, gifted leader of consciousness at this time. We'll be right back in a moment with Nicholas David Yan and your soul contract decoded. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at simron-singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Welcome back. I'm excited about this last segment with David because we are going to actually take you through the charting. We're going to take you through my own personal life. And before we get into that, I do want to remind everyone to connect to 1111 Magazine, which is my gift to humanity. It is available freely to you at all times. So just register on my website to receive it, and you'll have access to all of the amazing articles 
there will be a feature of, of David and your soul contract decoded in the upcoming issue. So definitely connect with that and read even more, connect with the million more. I would love for you to do that. In addition, uh, get my books, my recent release, Your Journey to Enlightenment, is a beautiful, amazing way to learn how to let go of the things that are binding you in your life and step into your childish nature. We are here not to be enlightened beings, but beautifully awakened children, divine children that are here to play on the playground of life. It is called Your Journey to Enlightenment. And my previous book is Conversations with the Universe to help you tap into your signs and symbols that appear around you to lead and guide you through your life, through your obstacles, and into your greatest bliss. So definitely connect on those. You can go to simronsbooks.com or go directly to Amazon or Barnes & Noble and get your copies. So, David, welcome back. I'm excited to share with people. There's a downloadable version of my charting for people to access as you talk a little bit about it. And um, I'm happy for you to discuss that, and I'm happy for you to go into the darker parts of my chart as well as the lights so that they can see exactly how this works. Okay, thank you, Simran, for allowing yourself to, to share the truth of who you are. So, let me start with a, a question. Um, what would you like from this part of the show in terms of the chart? So, we have a theme that you want to explore, and we'll take it from there. Well, you asked me the question previously in the show about death to life, and I think that's where so many people are holding back and not fully living, and I so certainly have done that in my life in the past where I've settled and not fully been in my aliveness and I now am. So perhaps showing how that has uh, appeared in my chart as limitation into um, full expression. Okay, so there's an 11-2 in physical goals in your chart, Simran, and that's the life and death we spoke about in the previous segment. And so the whole purpose of that 11-2 really is to move out of a place of being perhaps depressed at times. Were you depressed at times when, when you were younger, when you were working this through? Uh, when I was young, I think I was just disconnected because I, I numbed out. There were certainly periods of my life in my 30s where I did experience depression. Yeah. So what's, what's happening is that the 11-2 is all about releasing the imprint that you've taken on the malabsorbed structures and untruths of other people, especially in the family, that you've taken on. They've been sitting on this the two as a, as a symbol of a spring, which for those of you who've downloaded um, Simran's chart, you'll see that little spring symbol on the 11-2 on the top left of the Star of David. And so what, what this is about is releasing and the imprints and all the emotions and programs of the family and the ancestors that um, Simran's been, you've been carrying Simran in releasing those out and then becoming more discerning as to what sort of structure you want to build with the 11 because the 11 is a very geometric symbol as you'll be able to see in the Star of David here. And so it's about being rediscerning or what truths you should take on and building your own unique structure of truth and, and then developing emotional resiliency to carry that truth out to the world which is what you're doing now. And when you're in your own truth, uh, life flows much more easily because it is us. Is that actually what is happening for you, or has happened? Most definitely. The more I have stepped into my own truth, and really, rather than people-pleasing and trying to adopt what others around me told me I was, and stepped into what I feel I am, uh, there definitely has been a greater sense of freedom and aliveness. 
yeah, the the um, and this this structure of truth is meant to keep growing and growing because then it's about being sharing that truth with others out in the world and supporting them with the two so they can actually absorb that truth. Um, and that's through your you know this radio show and your books and all the other um, communication you do to the world. I think the most important part of the chart to look at is the seven sevens in physical karma. So when you were younger, Simran, were you indecisive? I think I did. Looking back, I don't think I would have called it indecisive um, because I wouldn't have known that that's what that was. It was more by default. I just took on what everyone around me told me to do. And, and that, to me, is also a sense of indecision, I guess. Yeah. The, um, the sevens are about having a heart wound. Would you say you had a heart wound from childhood? Most definitely. I think that that's been at the core of my own self-healing is healing my heart and developing greater self-love. And you actually told me something that I was kind of surprised at. I always thought that my healing was to be with my mother. And you, from the chart, said that my true healing is actually work with my father. And, ha- and have you had time to process that since we last spoke? I have, and it's come to awareness, especially since the um, the uh, last two cities of the Rebel Road Tour. Um, for some reason, the way those shows developed and the people I've been interacting it with, it has brought to light that although you may have been talking about the physical father, I got strong messages that what my real healing was was with the father, because there's a huge almost all of me that really didn't want to come back to this planet again. And and that, that that was actually the greatest of the healing with my healing with the Father, considering Father the source or universe or, or that sort, knowing that it's masculine and feminine. Uh, so that's how I have received that information since then. Yeah, there, there are there are two components in the chart which I'll refer to, which uh, that, that that's about. There's a 10-1 in soul destiny. And... It's saying this whole lifetime is, is about reconnecting with the divine masculine aspect of God, which is just what you've described. It's, a, it's going to be a product of working through consciously all the other six aspects in your chart. And the other part is the 22-4 in physical talents, which is about learning to, well, it's a talent, so mostly it's positive, but there are components of it where you've got to reconnect to source. And so initially you may, this, you may have given you the feeling that you were disconnected from source. Was, was that the case when you were younger? I think that much of my experience has been trying to reconnect with the source, not realizing that it was always there. And so just in my even view of needing to reconnect with the source, I was creating further division. Yeah, because all these, all these programs are just illusory ultimately. Um, they're in the ego because we are source, just that we forgot. And so the purpose for you with the 22-4 is to burn through that part of the ego, the small part of it, because it's a talent position, which believes it's disconnected from source, and then to embody that multidimensional consciousness of source and then to allow that to share it with the four energy, which is about the duplicating and sharing of whatever comes to you in terms of knowledge and ideas and abundance of, of, of God, of all that is, and to take it out to the world, which is why you're such a powerful speaker, because it's like sources trying to come through you and communicate as part of the ascension, the awakening process here. 
Is that actually is that actually how you feel when you're actually on stage when you're actually working with people? That is the experience that I feel when I'm speaking. Uh, it, it literally many times when I have spoken, I don't remember even uh, my personality being present. Something else coming through, and I also experience that when I write. And oftentimes yeah. when I'm on the radio, I feel that when I'm on the radio as well. So yes, most definitely, what you're seeing in the chart is accurate. Yeah, and the um, the key to reaching people for you is healing that heart wound of childhood because the seven is about having two parts of you. For those of you who have downloaded the chart, there's what's called a link which unites and that's in the top right of the Star of David. And there's a the hidden part of you, Simran, which is the heart-wounded inner child who wants to hide away, doesn't want to be seen, feels she may be rejected or seen as bad if she's, she's seen. And then there's the, the other part, which is like the public facade she puts out to the world so that she can protect herself. So... The ultimate decision you have to make, or may have made already, is shall I show my real self or not? Is that, is that actually what, what's happened for you? You know, that's so true, because most of my life, I have been that hermit, shy person. I literally kept myself in my house and did not go out and see people. Even my work through 1111 Magazine and 1111 Radio for the past few years was easy for me because it was from my home. I did not have to go out, so that was still another way to hide. And now with the Rebel Road and being out on stage and out front, it's that other persona that you're talking about that is stepping out and saying, I'm willing to share this. And who I'm serving in doing that is truly that little inner child that never got seen. So it really does illustrate that, number one, we teach what we need to learn, but that that wounded part has been the ember and the birthplace for that other side of myself to finally emerge. Yeah, because the, the idea is to be out there showing your real self and showing her true feelings and thoughts, which is what you're, you're allowing us to do right here live on radio, showing your true self. Um, not everyone will be, will be prepared to do that. But in, in showing your true self, that opens your heart and opens the heart of others around you. And then you can also drop that facade and be the real you. And then the magnetics of the soul will draw everyone to you who needs to share in the work, who, who needs to have their hearts open. That's beautiful. David, let me ask you, um, and is that the case for everyone? If, if we show our true selves, does that open all of our hearts when we show ourselves? And then is that truly what is the connecting point to open the hearts of those that uh, are sitting across from us or come in contact with us? Uh, it works in general, but it's a very specific pattern for you in part of your training to come fully online here in your service. Because truth vibrates at a very high level of consciousness, even higher than unconscious so that is, love. That is what is so distinctly different from person-to-person's chart. So when people get readings and they really delve into their soul contract, there are going to be little nuances that are really the key to opening them up in a different yes. way as opposed to me or someone else's chart. Yeah, each chart is unique. It's very rare. I've done thousands of them. Very rare to see... Um, identical charts. Everyone's built differently and everyone has a different mix. That's the beauty of being human. Um, a unique spark of God. Wonderful. So the front end of your chart, the physical part of the chart we've described is basically you're here to to communicate from a deep, truthful, heart-open space to magnetize people to you, to transmit source consciousness 
for awakening people and give them lots of structure for this awakening process. And if we move to the spiritual part of the chart, there's an 8-8 in spiritual karma. So when you were younger, Simran, did part of you feel that you didn't want to be on earth, that you wish you hadn't come? It, it never felt like I belonged here. And and I think that's, that's what I felt resonant when you told me that. Yeah, the eights are all about, so you don't come here very often. You're sort of like a visitor who comes very occasionally, and you come at this special time as we ascend, and the ascension process is going very well. We've made it through 2012, we're in 2014, and we're still in one piece, and human consciousness is, is really rising fast. So you've come here to learn to ground yourself emotionally into your body, create clear emotional boundaries with those around you, and learn to relate to society. Um, were you, were you a bit numbed out emotionally? I think you said something about that in the first segment when you were when you were a child. You find you were a bit frozen from the, the yes, effects of yes. life. Yes, I would I would say that that was the case from the time I was about uh, four or five years old all the way until about thirty eight or thirty nine years old. Yeah, and how are you doing now in terms of emotionally thawing out? I I think that having to break apart and rebuild back up, uh, and, and that happening in exactly the age range that you spoke about in the first segments for all of us. Um, it, it, is, it is a joy to feel every emotion. It is juicy to feel every emotion, and I think it is what has grounded me in the work that I do and the ability to connect in that uh, intimate way that you're talking about that my little girl wants to connect. Yeah. So it's about feeling the, the polarity and those waves of emotion of the dark and light of joy and sadness, of anger and bliss, and just differentiating them out and being able to cope with those in your body. And then as you feel those emotions more deeply and as, as, the, um, as the numbness of early childhood dissolves, those emotions are the means for your soul to communicate to you. The sensation in your body is, is the source of the spiritual signature for all of us. And that's going to guide you forward. This is why the different impulses you have come from that. And so, that's beautiful. You know, going, yeah. And that's going to allow you to have clear boundaries and connect to people and know what feels right to you. And then reach, reach out, because the eights are also the reason you hid in your house for a while, because part of you didn't want to engage with society, but now it's decided I'm going to reach out. And here you are, you're reaching out to all of America by being on the road for was it nearly a year, I think it is. Yes, we're on the road for a year. I'm going to actually have you stop here, Nicholas, because I've been told that we've come to our time. But we will continue this, and I'm so excited to share you and your work with people. There will be two additional segments with David where we will go more deeply into this work, in addition to talking about how a child-parent relationship works in regard to the soul contract decoded, in addition to also how businesses or other entities can also have their soul contract decoded as they are just extensions of our own DNA. Again, you can connect with Nicholas David Yan at his website, centerforconsciousascension.net. You can find out more about his book and his many events that are coming up. David was inspired to dedicate himself to practicing, developing, and teaching this method after experiencing a life-changing reading by the great metaphysician and spiritual channeler, Frank Alper, in 1990. He is now a primary custodian of the body of soul contract knowledge that Alper introduced to the world. Definitely connect to this book, Your Soul Contract Decoded, Discovering the Spiritual Map of Your Life with Numerology, and most definitely go to his website, schedule your own reading, 
at centerforconsciousascension.net and begin to understand your blueprint so that you step fully into your life. Thank you, David, for this first segment. I look forward to the next two. Until next time, I'm Simran Singh. In love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.